Welcome to episode number 265, Invest360 Part 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Gabe, Carlo and Joe. Invest 360 Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Carlo Vitali, Joey Dominic. We cover topics that range from charity giving, making an impact, marketing, coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Armstrong. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure kicking things off gentlemen thank you for joining us we appreciate it thank, thank you. you thank Thanks you for having us. us wow they are in unison tonight uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so beautiful um all right so obviously we had you all featured on episode 190 uh which was a little while ago right uh, over a year ago uh but if if you haven't had a chance to yet listen to that episode Please, after this one, check that one out because you're going to see a lot of progress and, and, and a lot of good things that happen in between. But, the, but for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know. Joe, we'll start with you. Well, being a Rotated Views veteran, my name is yes. Joey Dominic. I uh, am the owner of Dolce Vita Media. I am a father of two, a husband, you know, just a regular guy just trying to make it in the world. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I love it. Awesome intro. Uh, Carlo, what about you, man? Uh, so Carlo Vitali, guys. Um, I am uh, a home inspector, uh, helper, uh, father, son. Most importantly, that's uh, where I came from, right? Um, and uh, just all around guy who's out there to help the masses in any way that I can. I love it. I love it. So last time you guys were on, uh, we were at the beginning stages of uh, Invest360. It was right before the launch. And uh, so so if you guys can describe what the initial intentions were uh, with Invest360 and then kind of fill, fill in, you know, what happened from the last time we spoke. Well, I'll take it from there. Uh, the initial thing with Invest360 was, uh, I was just traveling around doing some orders and I saw a lot of blight in my hometown city, which is Trent, New Jersey. And I was a little upset. I was like, we got to do something. The point was I wanted to have a platform where people can learn how to flip homes, can learn how to invest. And like, we had a whole bunch of panels set up. It was like one panel was even called, what's my overhead or am I over my head? It, it was going to be great. Um, but um, before we got to that point, I brought this idea to Carlo as a home inspector. And like, it was like, yo, what do you think about this? Carlo, like most things, he's right on board. Let's do it. Let's go. He's gung ho, especially with great ideas. And like, 
our energy like it just bounce off and like we we always bounce off ideas and it, it got into the point where we we were all set to go we had this awesome guy who's going to be the keynote speaker the uh, motivator speaker the, the hype man his name was jimmy lee velez i don't know if you ever knew him or <laughs> but, um, uh, we uh we we were gonna have him on as well we it was, it was great and then the pandemic happened yeah and so it kind of shifted and, you know, like everything, and I say this on every episode of the Invest360, like, like all things during the pandemic, we had to pivot. So wow. it came more about inspiring people and having them invest in themselves instead of like, you know, investing in property. And we just found people, we started interviewing people that, uh, you know, were doing things that, you know, have, have some sort of arc in their life. Or, or just like wanted to motivate people themselves. We've had in, like homeowner, like home investment property sellers. We've had a big time entrepreneurs. We've had Dave Meltzer. Like it's spawned off into some. Season one was like incredible. It was it got a lot of yeah. kickback and a lot of people like interested. Season two, we are in the midst of it right now. And let me tell you, it's. There's a lot of the people that we had and a lot of the show episodes that we've had, including the one with you on it. Like it I'm still like shocked about it. <laughs> like I'm like, did we even is this really happening right now? <laughs> like so Yeah. So Carla, what, what what's your what's your spin on it? Cause I know obviously uh Joe gave, you know, his side of uh his perspective with, with you coming in, what did you see, what the potential was, and then what it ended up being and what it is now. Yeah, I mean, like Joe said, how we kind of started with it, um, trying to trying to get people to learn how to about invest in properties. And when everything happened, and Joe came to me and said, you know, obviously this is not going to work right now. We can't do this. And we started bouncing ideas off of each other. And Joe the same. He's like, yo, let's do this. Let's make something happen. Let's start getting people who are motivating. And um, I mean, Joe. Joe gets these people. I don't know how he gets some of these people on, but he makes it happen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been really enlightening to me um, because this is the first time I'm doing something like this. So coming in and um, having, having our charity Happy Smiles come into this and really, um, really show people what we're doing as well. And it's kind of coming full circle that Invest 360, like everything we're doing in kindness and helping people around the communities um, and seeing that all these people that we're having on are doing the same things. It's really it's really motivating. And that's kind of what what we're going for. And what what I think Joe and myself are, are out there to do is help people motivate people around them, but also themselves. You know, I love that. And you said you said something very interesting um, with the folks that you had on um, having very similar um, actions or going through the same things in a sense that they had their own charities and things like that. Have you found that being associated with all these folks that are coming on, that there's something similar with the success of people? Is there, is there like a common thread that you can share maybe a little golden nugget that with the guests that you had on, um, obviously excluding myself, but with the guest you've had on, is there a common thread where you guys are noticing through successful people? What do you think, Joe? I, I, I would say, yeah. And, and I'm going to retract what you said and include yourself. They all wanted more for themselves and they all yeah. want more for 
for each other and for the society as a whole. Like, so, like just the fact that some of these people are trying to not just be entrepreneurs, but help people in the process. It, it's like, for instance, we had like a former governor of New Jersey on James McGreevy. And I didn't know half the stuff that like, you know, like I wasn't even prepared for some of the questions. Like, let me tell you, when we got out of that interview, I even told Carlo, like, I don't think I've laughed so much yeah. because of how, <laughs> how much energy he's had. Like, yeah. He, like, but like to know some of the stuff he was doing and he's still doing is incredible. Even after, like, when you see people like leave office, public office, you don't think that there's still like I, I haven't outside of maybe Bill Clinton. I don't really know that many people that are trying to do stuff outside of them being in public office. Maybe even Jimmy Carter. Let me let me like, but Jim is like. He's gone to the granular, granular level, and he's helping people with re-entry, people who want second chances from, you know, their arcs, and they're inspiring people. So, like, it's more of, like, there is a common denominator. They all want to do something to help other people. They want to be the, the common theme, Joe. I think it's, you know, no matter how old they are or where they are in their life, they're all, they're all at that servant stage. And I mm. think that's the common theme. Everybody's everybody's being that servant to one another, and uh, that's what I, I've I've seen. Dave Meltzer, another one, like yeah. and, and, and and look, he doesn't even have to do it, but he does it. So yeah. like Mike Mambola, another one, <laughs> like yeah, it's 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 definitely a common theme that they they and Carlo hit it that servant stage, and 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 I don't know that it's a stage, but a way of life yeah, or something. Absolutely, yeah. I love that. I love that. I, I, I was just um, talking to some friends um, about where, where I was and they're asking me, um, we know you're into personal development. What book are you currently reading? And I'm actually reading a book for the fifth time uh, this year titled Servant Leadership by uh, James Hunter. Um, and it's interesting that I'm reading that book and what you just said that they're uh, all the common thread of these folks are that servant uh, leadership. So um, so you're giving the world direct insight on some of the best businesses around. What does that mean to you? And um, where would you like to see it go? I know us here on the podcast, we're interviewing folks like yourselves who are doing either charities or businesses, services. And for the first time, these people are getting on a platform, right? And have the ability to express not only their business and, and, and market their business, but share their thought process um, with the world. And sometimes we get, as Joe, as you're saying, you get way more out of it than anyone in, you know, involved ever thought. And so, especially with the small businesses, they don't really, they're not used to, you know, putting on a commercial or something like that, or being on a radio station. So for the first time, um, a lot of these folks, you get that inside scoop, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Is there anything you want to talk about that or, or the fun that you're having with that? Well, let's say, for instance, like, because that, that was a that was a loaded set of questions right there. Um, now, the first part of that is like, you know, what you're getting out like uh, of it, which I, I would like to even touch on that. Like, I'm learning. So that's yeah. the first thing. Like, I'm learning a lot more and I'm actually not just learning, but I'm implementing some of the stuff. So. Our yeah. first up, our first uh, guest of season two was uh, the CIO of Chattanooga, Tennessee, Brent Messer. Now he's got this book out, which is basically like 
a handbook for CIOs. Well, and I was, I'm, I'm reading this book and let me tell you, like my approach of how I thought about managing and my managing style has changed drastically. It's specifically for people, CIOs and CTOs in the public sector, which I'm in. And I'm, and I'm just sitting here like, wow, okay, this is, this is great. Not only does he tell me, like he, he asks me for my insight. He says, well, part of my service, he goes, tell me what you thought of it, send it to me and I'll include it on the forward in my book to say like, you know, the quotes as far as what people think. I'm like, whoa, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so, but that it it helped inspire me to like that book and and that interview helped change my outlook on how things, how I see things and how I want to increase my day-to-day managerial style. As far as like the you know the other thing uh, the other things that, that come with these guests and so forth it, it's just I'm learning uh, servitude I'm learning outlooks how it makes them feel just just different outlooks and perspectives that and and let, let, cheap plug here but different rotated views of <laughs> how how to go about like day to day life so it, yeah. it's just you know I. And, and and the cool part about it is I get to do it with someone near and dear to my heart who's like pretty much like a brother to me now at Carla. So and just like and, and it's 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 great. It, it's just it, it it's a great feeling. I love that. Yeah, man. Have anything you want to add to that? No, ditto, man. I mean, it's same thing. I'm having a great time doing it. I'm learning. I'm learning on every episode that that everybody that these these people are coming on. And it's uh, it's really inspirational. Um, cried a few times, <laughs> you know. You you listen to somebody's stories and what people have been through, and um, it just may, it makes you think that you know the, the worst days of your life are are nothing compared to somebody others, or they are. You know, we could tell our story, and to them it could have been, wow, how did you get through that? So it's um, just just like Joe said, just learning from other people and the way, the way they go through things and the way I might've handled it, but they handled it in a different way. And it turned out just as good. And, you know, we're just learning to, you know, Joe talking about books. I read this book called think again, right? Just think going through your process, but knowing that there's other things out there and other ways you can do it. And we always know that, but it's taking that step back and really doing it. And that's what I'm kind of learning through this too, is, you know, take a step back. You know, not everything is going to come to you right away. You know, just take that step back and just just really think about it before you before you do something. Right. I I love to touch on what Carlo just said, too, though, like that take a step back. And that's been very important and crucial to like how how uh, I've been doing things, too. For years, I've been going through this thing where I was like now predating that like I, I went before any of this even happened I've been going through life and Hector could even tell you this like I, I've been going through life with basically almost like I had a chip on my shoulder like the world owed me something yeah and uh and I uh this whole course has like actually got me to the point that like I, I should even with that Dave Meltzer thing like when we had Dave Meltzer on Invest360 like it that right there was part of what opened my eyes to a lot of things but um the other way i've been thinking too is like you know how they say think outside of the box and 
there was this other part that I was starting to think, okay, well, I'm tired of thinking outside the box because if you keep thinking outside the box, there's something inside that you're forgetting. Mm. And yeah. I, I, I've been implementing that too. And like, you know, thinking outside the box is great, but you know, there's always the basics that you still should be implementing too. So I, I just, that, that's something else too. And that's, you know, that that's how Carlo yeah. and I work. He says something, and I th think of another way to <laughs> rock off of it. You do. No, I mean the the work that you guys are doing is absolutely um, and obviously commendable. So, so to kind of go back to my my original thought on 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 that, how this question came about was, you're bringing to life uh, and you're giving um, insight. I guess I should say. So, so there's a lot of people I never, obviously, we, none of us have ever met, but even just subject matter, as much as well-read you think you are or educated you think you are, somebody still brings something to the table that you're just like, your jaw drops, it's mind-blowing, um, it's it's like emotionally touches you, right? And, and that's the amazing part is that everyone has a story. Um, everyone has something to tell. And when you guys are bringing these uh, businesses, products, services people whatever it is to the table and uh you're sh you're allowing them to share that with the rest of the world um and i i just think it's I, th I just think it's fantastic so uh kudos to you guys you're on season two um i see the lineup that you guys are bringing you're bringing heat every single time they're high quality episodes too it's not just um uh just like a very basic I have five questions and you're reading off the top of your head. You guys are insightful, right? You're actually digging deeper. And that's the point. And, and the reason why if someone's listening and wants their own, you don't want to waste anyone's time, right? If you're going to have them on and you're going to have them share their story, or you're going to have them give some golden nuggets, dig deep. You're going to have them on there for 10 minutes anyway. Might as well get the most out of it. Right. Right. I mean, we, we always plan for, that's the other part of it. We always plan for like at least half hour. And it's like, I don't remember a single episode yet that hasn't gone over either an hour or over. Yeah. Um, it, it's It's been great. Last week, I mean, we had Jason Demanche, former NFL player. He was a graduate of Hamilton West around here. And yeah. he, uh, he made it to the Bengals, Kansas City Chiefs. This guy was... And here I'm thinking we're going to hear some cool stories about. But before that, he tells us, he goes, yeah, so I got dinner planned at eight. So I was like, all right, cool. And I'm thinking he was like, how long is it go? I was like, well, we planned for like 30 minutes. You kind of bring out where, where it goes from here. We got on. He was just telling us everything. Like he was just going on and on about like and like he, I don't think there was a segment where my jaw was like, wow, like, OK, cool. But then he said something that when I when I thanked him for his time and everything, I said, I know you got dinner plans at eight. And he goes, Get here's something about dinner plans. It doesn't start till till the food gets there. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, Wow, all right, cool. Like, like but uh He's but, running you know, the show. So. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and so he he was great. Like and it it's just that that's kind of the way, you know, some of our guests have come on. Like they've just been like down with it so we had a guest that was supposed to come on this week and uh the cool thing about it, he was assemblyman anthony varelli who uh he has a children's book it's called stand up and uh speak out and it's about you know kids uh 
especially like, you know, little girls who like, you know, want to have a voice and they're like too shy to do so. Yeah. And, uh, but I guess one of his aides didn't quite tell him really, really what about the show was. And I just happened to see him last Thursday at this, uh, city of Trenton state of the city address. And he was like, tell me more about this. Just start up a conversation with him about, he was like, oh man, like he was like, I didn't know what he was like. I don't invest. I didn't know what this was. He was like, he was like, yeah, you got to get me back on the calendar. I, I want to be all about this. So he was like, and then we started talking and he was like, and then he found out, like, turns out he's pretty much like family as well. Like I, I him and my uncle and, and his best friend, him, his best friend and my uncle were best friends and would go fishing all the time. He was like, oh man, you got it. Like, and it was just like, he goes, small worlds. So like, but he, now he's asking me for times to come back on the show. He's like, <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, like, that's the type of guest, like, how, like, you know, the interest is going on and on. Like, it, it's great. It's great. So I love it. So last time you guys were on, uh, we touched base on, uh, happy smiles. So I, I want to go back, uh, for your, uh, reintroducing the happy smiles. What is it? What is the goal uh, for those of uh, for those folks who do not know? Sure, man. So yeah, I'll touch on that. So happy smiles is um, is our charity. Um, we're five hundred one c three. Primarily started, man. I mean, we were just um, looking out there in a way that we can help. And some, you know, as I'm out there, family. So I probably I started this um, charity with my cousin. Carlo Vitali, <laughs> you know, our, our family has a very wild imagination when it comes to names. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. don't so worry about it. We feel the pain. We have uh, my brother, who's old, Miguel Velez, who's a, who's the third because obviously, and then we have cousin <laughs> at the wedding and it's Miguel A. Velez as well. Different middle name, but still it's like, and they're a month apart from each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it all too. Well. I think we got five Carlos though. <laughs> but but you know so we're, we're both out there in the um in the field right per se he he works in the city he does a lot of um a lot of vinyl wraps you're looking up the stairs in, in the uh, subway stations he does all those wraps as you're walking up he does a lot of a lot of those things he's, he's within that community um yeah. i'm i'm in the home inspection industry and just kind of out in the field and you know you, you see you see things out there as you're traveling around and you want to you want to help as much as you can, right? So it kind of primarily started by just doing a little bit more kind, being a little bit more kind. I should say, going into the subway, giving blankets, you know, giving socks, helping helping where we can. And then we just noticed, you know, just saying a kind word, you know, goes a long way. You know, like we always say, open up a door for somebody, right? Smile, just those little things, you know, really do go a long way and can change somebody's life, even though you don't know it. Know it is. It can. So why not just keep on doing it? So anyway, so we we started um, we started Happy Smiles, right? We started Happy Smiles, just giving back a little bit as we can, as as much as we can on a daily basis. And that was our thing. Let's give back on a daily basis. Let's be wow. the new era in kindness, right? If you're giving back on a daily basis and being kind everywhere you go, it's 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 going to have that 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 roll effect, that steamroll effect, right? Yeah. Um. So that's kind of how Happy Happy Smiles started. And then as, as my business started to grow, uh, Vitaly Inspections, 
we kind of started implementing a little bit more, right? From happy smiles. Now we started giving a little bit more because I was able to. So we started uh-huh. donating to a different charity every month, whether it's autism, breast cancer awareness month. Um, we're giving toys for tots. We're doing book bags. We're, we're doing as much as we can, but we're doing it consistently and we're doing it on a broader scale to all, all the different charities that we can. Um, wow. So that's kind of where we're at now. We're um, happy smiles and we're doing, you know, invest 360. We're bringing inspiration and motivation. We're out there on the streets and helping wherever we can. My whole team is doing the same thing. Um, we have that great, mi- you know, the, the mission that we have in is just to bring kindness to the world. And, um, and I think we're doing it in a great sense. And we have a lot of different plans going on, especially with Joe. You know, Joe is heavily involved in Happy Smiles as, as well. And, uh, you know, most recently we were, we were just talking, me and Joe, you know, we had a Central Jersey Beer Fest. And uh, we raised yeah. over $2,300 for uh, the Breast Cancer Resource Center of Princeton. And wow. that was awesome. That was awesome. You know, that's, that's going to help some amazing people. Um, so Happy Smiles is out there. New Era and Kindness. We're just consistently helping and giving and being kind wherever we can. And we're trying to bring it down to the lower level as well with the kids. And we're trying to, you know, do Kindness Fridays. I think we spoke about this before, you know, and we can we still do this in our house. I, just, I would love to get it out there more to the communities and, um, you know, kindness Fridays, kindness Fridays or kindness every day. But let's let's pick that Friday and let's make sure that, you know, we're specifically doing something kind on those days. I love it. So so obviously Happy Smiles is making an impact, right? Yeah. What what does that mean to you? What does it mean to have an actual impact in a positive way to your community? What, what is that a driving force for all this as well? Yeah, man, it's a it's. It's an energy and a renewing energy, man, that I feel every day. So like I, I wake up and I, you know, yeah, I love to go to work and I like to inspire my team. But when you when you see somebody's, you know, see somebody smile and you see somebody feeling good because of an impact that you made in their life, it's it's really renewing and really and really makes you want to drive and just really do do more. Right. Do do more for 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 whoever, because you're making them feel good, but hopefully in turn, they're going to make their brother or their mom or their, or their kids, you know, feel even better because you changed their life or just changed their day or just that minute. You know, it doesn't matter. You just, you're making their life better one minute at a time, you know? Yeah, no, man, I love, um, so, so actually the, the last time you guys were on, uh, Carlo, you were talking about the adjustments you had to make with the pandemic. Um, all these kind of, challenges and obstacles you had to go through just to do the basics um and uh, and, and and for a lot of us we took you know you don't realize we took so much for granted um from you know even from putting booties onto uh yeah. on your entering a house to being masked and uh, uh just getting situated in different manners just to accomplish the same goal so fast forward over a little over a year where are you or is have you implemented these things uh that you're kind of forced to do as now just everyday practice in your business um i know we just heard about uh some healthcare topics where i was in and they're just it's just a new era now there's well there's a new era of healthcare because we're just moving forward with some of this stuff um what about you is in the inspection world is it just a new era of inspection world they're just kind of going with it and keeping it moving 
Yeah, I mean, we're we're still we're still implementing and still doing the, you know, making sure we're wearing our booties as always. We're still cleaning. We we've still rode rode that wave and are continuing to do what it was about a year ago. Not as yeah. intense because yeah. people are not as intense as they were. Right. So yeah. we're kind of feel, feeling, feeling the way people are as well. But yes, we, we have uh, implemented and um, wearing, wearing your booties, keep staying clean, washing our hands and just making sure that people are comfortable with what we're doing. I guess that's kind of what we've really implemented. You know, before before the pandemic pandemic started, we weren't as forthcoming with what exactly we're doing. Um, when you get to get to a particular property, now yeah. we're extremely forthgoing. Hey guys, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing this, touching this, touching that, touching this, cleaning this. So we're more forthcoming and explaining everything that we're doing before we actually do it. So if they have an issue, they either tell us then, or they somebody can't say we didn't. You didn't tell us you were going to do that, hmm. or touch this, or do that, or not clean this. So they, they know exactly what we're doing. I love it. Yeah. And, and Joe, uh, what, what about you, man? Everyone has been affected by the the pandemic. Um, what about marketing and, and, and what has changed in the past year and some, you know, and a half? And what, what are some of the new things that you guys are uh, using and some of the maybe tools? I, explain your experience. Well, on the marketing side, I basically... I only had pretty much uh, one client through the whole pandemic, and that was uh, Vitaly Inspection. Yeah. So um, I, uh, th- the reason being is because his inspection world didn't stop. Hmm. But I didn't find it pretty much okay that if restaurants or anything like that, or I couldn't find it in my heart to be like, look, you still got a marketing budget, whatever you no. I basically put it off and said, you know what, do what you got to do with that budget to do whatever you guys kind of, I got them to a place where they were fine with doing things. But if someone needed a video or anything like that, and they were capable, I was like, okay, here's what we'll do where I did trade-offs or something like that. Mm. Yeah. But, um, to, to that point, like in my full-time it work, uh, it, it was a new a new a new thing like i i mean i helped the city of trenton pretty much not just get testing for people but there was a portal that i created that the state actually was trying to figure out how the hell it did it um but uh they they you know governor murphy's people actually came up and were like okay what did you guys do we're gonna use you we trenton and one other city up north were the only two cities that were part of the governor's initiative to help vaccinate uh, the Latino community, especially. We wow. had I created a portal where we actually vaccinated 3,000 people in one week. Um, and uh, then they came back. We're like, look, we want to do this again round two. But this time it was up. So like this portal I created was able to vaccinate close to 6,000 people and then do a homebound thing where we vaccinated more so right now the city of trenton along with i believe it's patterson are the top two cities in the state of new jersey with numbers of how many people that we have vaccinated i think we're close to like 85 percent fully vaccinated in our city um and that that's kind of like where where it's been using technology to help get the message out and so forth 
I love it. I love it. I love the the story of overcoming and making adjustments. What what is what is in store for the future for Invest Three Hundred and Sixty? Uh, maybe uh, seasons, uh, future guests. What are some of the plans? Obviously, you don't have to say everything, but some of the stuff to look forward to. Well, our future guests. Um, that's pretty much out there. It's in our Facebook world, which I'll probably do another post coming up soon. But uh, I think uh, this week's guest is kind of a little bit up in the air uh, because of uh, scheduling conflicts uh, <laughs> that have happened um, d- due to personal matters. But um, the following week, we have uh, our favorite social media person on uh, Instagram, <laughs> Big Time Tommy. He's coming yeah. on. Yeah, love that guy. So, yeah, uh, big time. Tommy will be on, and uh, we got a few other people that uh, you know. And Thanksgiving coming up, you'll be hearing from the one and only Lilo Broncado. Yeah, nice. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but we will have him on for the thank special Thanksgiving episode. So uh, be prepared for that. But Investor Sixty eventually. I mean, again, I, I'd like to stress on this. There's going to be an event from the backbone of Happy Smiles, which is going to be Happy Smiles and Investor 60 present type of thing. Uh, we're not going to get into much of the details about what the event will be, but it'll be the fundraiser of all fundraisers. So, yeah. I love it. Love it. So, so, so uh, obviously, speaking of uh, big time Tommy and uh, you know, some Italian stuff going on here, Carlo. Hey. What I like to talk about uh, with our guest is how, how do they manage, um, you know, the family life and the business life as a blended. But I say that because recently um, you took on a very big tradition of your family with the winemaking. So I want you to kind of uh, talk a little bit about that. How'd that come about um, and, and what it means to have that quality family time. It looked like fun. It was a great time, man. I mean, my... Um you know, talking about the the wine, yeah, it's been in my family for over forty years, man. My wow. dad's been the the head and the backbone of of that since he you know came. He moved here from Italy when he was twenty two, right? But they were making it in Italy, you know, since he was a kid. So anyway, when he came here, they started making it here once he bought his house, and um, it's been ongoing ever since. And I grew up with that. Grew up making wine, sausage, sauce. But the wine was a huge part of our family. We make a ton of it, man. I mean, we make seven barrels a year. I mean, that's over. Wow. Yeah, we're making thousands of bottles of wine, right? And that's all. That's all personal use with family. And but over the years, it's become more and more of a tradition, and we've gotten better and better at it. And we've gotten a lot more people involved, and some family and some friends. So we have consistently, you know, fifteen to twenty people making it every year. And it's, and it's a big task to take on, you know, we're, it's a lot goes into it. It's really hard work. And, um, you know, my father recently moved out of his house and we have nowhere to do it. Um, so it's a big undertaking, you know, to have the space to do it, store wine (laughs) barrels, you know, have that smell in your house while you're, while you're doing it. So you got to figure out a way to get that, get that air out. Um, but I'm really honored and privileged to take that, take it on, man. And, have everybody at my house and my wife and cooking and just hanging out and, you know, putting the work into it. So it's, it's that, fa- that, that bond right there. I felt like I could not let that go, you know, having my son and my daughter down there pressing and waking up in the morning now and want to mix the wine with me every day and 
it's it's fun, man. And I'm I'm learn I'm I'm seeing that those little moments. That's what it's all about. And talking about balance, you know, it's uh, you where everybody works so hard, and to uh, and to come home, it doesn't have to be you know six hours with your kid, right? I mean, you want it to be all the time, but providing those little moments in any way that you can see fit. That's, that's what's, that's where that bonding and that balance comes in and uh, figuring out that time that you can do it and involve them, involve them in those different things and your family and your involve your family and everything in your work life and also your home life um, and keep it separate as well. Figuring out that balance. That's the tough part, but figuring out those little moments that you guys can cherish together, I think is cool. And for, yeah, so no, special. I'm having a good time doing it, man. <laughs> Very special. Um, so, so Joe, what about you, man? How does, how does, uh, how do you balance the work life thing? So before I get into that, I want to touch on the family thing in another angle. Miguel, yeah. congratulations on your marriage. I saw the pictures and so forth. So that's, that's big. That's right, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Congratulations. Wish you the best and and, and everything. And uh, you guys were looking fresh, man. Yeah. All of you, for real. Yeah. For real. Um, but speaking of balancing family life and so forth, is I'm doing this whole interview and on this podcast on Invest360 while I'm in my car waiting outside of Angelina's dance, Angelina Brianna's dance school picking up angelina from dance so like that's the type of thing it's always just being there like making time like uh dave Meltzer says be a student of your calendar but it doesn't mean not being flexible either so uh, it's uh you know being there and always being prepared for uh whatever it takes so you know we've got a lot more preparation with uh some recent announcements but hey that's what it's about right being there for the family yeah and yeah, that's no, the thing. I, you make you make time for where you want to be. It's very yeah, important. Yeah. Make time, not an excuse. Um, there you go. So, so, all right. So, we have a ton of people who, um, well, what I found out because I get emails or inbox that they listen to our show and they're very inspired. And a lot of them, it's very interesting. There, it doesn't even matter the age. They're on the brink of wanting to start their own movement or start their own business, product, service, whatever it is. So coming from, I want to hear from both of y'all, what, what, is, what is one recommendation or maybe two, whatever, that you have for someone who is wants to live out the dream or, or the thought that they have in their mind um, uh, to, 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 I guess, manifest the life of their dreams? Um, I got it. I, I got. I'll go first on this one. The first okay. step is listen to rotated views and invest three sixty, and find yep. that motivation and that inspiration to do what you love to begin with. Well, every guest that we've had on invest three sixty, and every guest that I've heard on rotated views, the one thing that they all had in mind it was something that they were passionate about that they love to do. Whether it be Elizabeth Yo on uh, invest three sixty or Mike Bombola on invest three sixty and rotated views. David Meltzer on on everyone was inspired and passionate about what they were doing. So if it's something you're passionate about, you will find the will and way to make it happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll piggyback off you, Joe. I mean, uh, yeah, find what you're passionate about, enjoy every minute of it, but also find somebody who's doing it better than you right now. 
learn from them and, and and do it better and do it better but you know have that have that mentor that's that you can that you can trust and surround yourself with good people i want to yeah. piggyback off of that piggyback and say <laughs> i i here, here's a testimonial about that one of my favorite lines so far is to tell people who are feeling down or like you know a little bit upset about someone else uh don't let people stuck in swamps muddy up your stream. <laughs> I love so, it, man. There you go. I love it. So, so any parting words from you all? Is there a final message you'd like to leave the audience? Uh, any positive words? Any words of encouragement? Um, Joe, I'll start with you, and we'll wrap it up with Carlo. Um, outside of don't let people stuck in swamps muddy up your stream, um, <laughs> it, it's uh, – Find what you're passionate about and uh, make it happen. Also, uh, just just smile. Be there for people, be, but be there for yourself as well. Perfect. Carlo? Yeah, man. Hey, just enjoy life. Dude, enjoy life, everything it has to offer you, and don't take anything for granted. And that's it. I love really it. it, man. Yeah. I love it. All right, so how can folks uh, connect with you, Carlo, if they want to reach out to uh, for uh, inspection or a happy smile or everything else you guys are doing? Uh, what's the best way folks can connect with you all? Yeah, so uh, Vitaly Inspection Services, vitalinspection.com. Um, you can reach us, Happy Smiles, on Facebook on Happy Smiles. Also, uh, any donations that like to come our way, also Happy Smiles on Venmo, Happy Smiles, Inc. And... Um, that's it. That's how you get in touch with us. Joe, you want to take the Invest360 angle? Yeah, Invest360, you can basically reach out on the Invest360 Facebook page, or uh, I take a lot of uh, the inquiries and guests from Dolce Vita Media. I do. I've been transitioning a little bit off of the Dolce Vita Media Facebook and primarily uh, doing a lot of it on Instagram. So you can go to Instagram dot com slash Dolce Vita Media or email me at Dolce Vita Media LLC at gmail.com. Either one of those is uh, fine. But yeah, um, I mean, we're all social. We, 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 Dolce Vita Media or Invest360, you know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, oh. before, before we head out, I know you guys go. Um, something Joe said, I think it was a couple weeks back, Joe, that I'm just remembering now. Be, be, proud, be proud of your accomplishments, too. You know, wow. don't, 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 don't be shy of what you, what you've done, you know, let, let people know. Cause it's going to inspire them too. You know, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Wait, awesome. I said that. <laughs> yeah, <you> said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Melissa McCarthy. The small happy moments add up. A little bit of joy goes a long way. And the second one by Kristen Armstrong. When we focus on our gratitude, the tide of disappointment goes out and the tide of love rushes in. Invest 360 part two. In this episode, we have special guests, Carlo Vitale, Joey Dominic. We cover topics that range from charity giving, making an impact, marketing, coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Armstrong. Awesome. 
Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>